Hi, this is Jaden Scoville, host of Today's Healthy Kids, and this is our Future is Missing Voice America Kids. Please be on the lookout for 18-year-old Esmit and 15-year-old Domingo Sanchez-Gonzalez, both Hispanic. They went missing from their hometown of Lewisburg, North Carolina, August 8, 2008. Esmit is 5 foot tall, weighing 140 pounds, black hair and brown eyes. Domingo is 4 foot 4 inches tall and weighing 130 pounds. This appears to be a family abduction and may be in the company of their father and may have traveled to Mexico. Domingo has a scar on his left knee. If you know of Esmit or Domingo's whereabouts, please contact the National Center of Missing and Exploited Children's hotline at 1-800-THE-LOST. That's 1-800-843-5678. To see a picture of Esmit and Domingo, please click on the link on the Voice America homepage, Our Future is Missing, or go to ourfutureismissing.com. You will see Esmit's picture progressed to 18 years and Domingo's picture age progressed to 14 years. Thank you. Yo, what's up, y'all? It's your boy Jacob Lattimore with a question from my fans on Voice America Kids. Do you have what it takes to be America's next young superstar? If you're the ages between 8 and 12 years old, then step up to the microphone. You could win $25,000 in cash, a recording contract, and a scholarship. So make sure you get your parents' permission first, then go to www.stepuptothemicrophone.com to enter. Peace. You're listening to Voice America Kids. Real kids. Real Talk Radio. Do you sometimes feel that there's nobody to talk to about the things you need to talk about? Well, look no further. Welcome to the Paper Hope Street Team on the Voice America Kids channel. Erica, Rio, Yvonne, and the rest of the Paper Hope Street Team are here to discuss the topics you've been asking about. Now, here's the Paper Hope Street Team. America Kids Network, I'm Rio Wade. I'm Yvonne Allen. And today we have Mom in the studio as well. Hi, Mom. Hello. Today we are going to be talking about the green-eyed monster, (laughs) which is jealousy and envy. And I know everyone, even if you're like 5 years old to 50 years old, suffers from some sort yeah. of jealousy or envy. Um, so what we wanted to do is start off and kind of just like basically define jealousy and envy. Um, so we went, was this the di- dictionary definition or just did we find this on the article? Um, this was, we Googled it and we did find this on the internet. Yeah, it's just straight out of Google. Um, <laughs> jealousy is the resentment against a rival or a person who is enjoying success or advantage. So basically... You have resentment, which is like a negative form of um, like aspirations, I guess, or like you aspire to be like them, but in a negative yeah. way because you're mad that you don't have what they have. That's why it's called a monster. Right. And then mm-hmm. envy, we said, is a feeling of discontent or can you spelled it wrong? <laughs> oh, my God. I spelled everything wrong. Sorry. Or uh, covertness with regard to another's advantages, success, <laughs> possessions, etc. So that's just basically feeling discontent because you don't have what they have. So it's like a little less mean, I guess. But still, it's it's wishing that you had what someone else had. And for the purpose of the show, we're just going to use them as if they are one thing, envy and jealousy, just to be easy. Um, and so we wanted to start off with saying why people get jealous. Because like, I know I've been jealous a lot in my life. <laughs> It's uh, healthy to some extent. Yeah. Well, I guess. yeah. And All well, of us have been jealous. It's yeah. terrible. Inedi- yeah. Inevitable. 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 <laughs> so weird. I know. So some of the reasons or why people get jealous or what they get jealous of, there's like like four or five categories. There's jealousy of material possessions. Yep. Jealousy of like social status or like popularity. I put in quotes because popularity is like relative term. Um, Economical (laughs) status, which is like like money, you know, if you're like rich or whatever. Um, And then like appearance or looks and then like jealousy in relationships. Which is a big one. That's like the major like. And I didn't even think about it because I never experienced it. But I know Yvonne and mom have (laughs) stories about that. Sadly, we do. And we're going to share those because they're embarrassing. Oh, do you want me to share it now? Do yeah, stories because I have a story of about Emily too. Oh my gosh, it's so embarrassing. I hope I don't blush. Good thing, <laughs> good thing you can't see me. No one can see. Oh my gosh. Okay, so 
sharing a story about like one of my biggest revelations about jealousy. My husband and I have been married nine years this week and we've been together too many years for me to count, which is funny because you think as a girl I would count the years we've been <laughs> together. I'm bad with dates too. It's I know. just like whatever. I've lost count. Well, I'm a, I used to be a very, very jealous person and I came into the relationship with my husband looking for looking for him to prove me that he was going to cheat on me. And I just knew he was going to. And so every little thing that he did was proof that he was cheating on me. You're like, aha, aha, I caught you. You're on the phone. Cheater. I know it. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. It was just ridiculous. So, and I'm not going to give you, like, the gory details of it, but this one particular event, I came home and I had evidence. I knew he was cheating and I, I just condemned him to what he had done and he sat down and just with his head in his hands and I was like aha you are you did it I knew it I I hate you and I just like berated him for like what seemed like forever and when he finally like was able to like talk to me and I'm like choking up as I'm telling you the story because it's so humiliating on my part not in his part when he was finally able to like get my attention and calm me down and say, listen, it's not what you think. And I was like, I know it's not what I think. It's what you think. I, you know, (laughs) it's so bad. He finally was able to say to me, listen, it's something humiliating, but it's not what you think. And when he finally shared with me this very personal thing that I had totally misunderstood, I was horrified. I was so deeply horrified that I had misread the situation and had shamed him and he was so humiliated by what I had misunderstood that it never happened again. It that just happened. took it right it, out of you. It never happened All again. It was my insecurity that had led me to this green eyed monster. It just builds up in you so much and you're just expecting it. And then it just all kind of comes out at once. It's like, yeah, I got you. Just well, kidding. even with me, I haven't like experienced cheating in my life, but I always like the the guy that I always talk about on the show that always makes me cry that we all know as a <laughs> we never had problems with like cheating or anything. But even this past week for my birthday, and I know mom rolls her eyes at this story, but it made me like this was kind of like my revelation. Like I need to stop attacking people because I'm like misunderstanding what they're saying. He didn't text me on my birthday like at all the whole day and I thought him out of anyone because him and I are so good friends or trying to be I thought out of anyone he would be the first one to text me happy birthday or something so at like five o'clock I was like all right he hasn't texted me or called me or anything so he's obviously not going to he probably forgot my birthday like what a butthole like I was so bad <laughs> so I text him and I was like did you forget what day it was he goes your birthday and I was like did you plan on saying anything anytime soon and he's like I was gonna text you at midnight when it wasn't your birthday and anymore and say happy unbirthday and i was like what the heck what does that even mean i'm like why would you not text me all day like you're stupid and i got so mad at him we got in this big fight and he just kind of sat there and i was like why aren't you more upset why aren't you like being defensive blah 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 and he goes rio i was like what i was all mad and he goes do you know why i was gonna text you happy unbirthday i was like no and he goes because that's the first text message you ever sent me on my birthday oh I was like, oh, my God, I'm so sorry. Like, I was like, that is so thoughtful, blah, blah, blah. But, like, not necessarily an instance of jealousy, but just the fact that you act on something that Uh you're not 100% sure, like, happened. Your insecurity got the best of you. I was so insecure forgot my birthday or didn't care about my birthday that I jumped down his throat when, in reality, he did did probably the most thoughtful thing he could think of. That's sad. (laughs) It is so sad. And, And I, you know... Know, to bring it to the the jealousy part, the insecurities that we carry Definitely within us, we project those on other people sometimes, a lot of times. It's ridiculous. And you turn into a monster. That's why they call it a green-eyed monster. That's and it's not necessarily always relationships either. No. Like, it can be just simple things. It can be, like, a pair of shoes. Yeah, uh, I exactly. Like, I remember I always time. used to get jealous of, like, dancers or, like, girls that had cool phones or cool computers or, or people whatever. people like get cars. Yeah. Makes me so mad. Because you want one so yes, badly. Because like I I don't know. And it's like they don't appreciate it, so you get jealous because 
she's like, I'd appreciate your car. Like, I don't care yeah, if it's the too, crappiest I, thing on earth. Like, right. Cause yeah. that's the misconception. And Rio and I were talking about this last night. You know, you think they don't appreciate it yeah. or you get it in your head because you see them driving it and it's so effortless for them. And, and then you kind of seethe and burn inside. Yeah. And that's like the emotion of the jealousy. Yeah. And we're going to talk about it a little later on in the show about how you take that energy, that negative energy and you flip it and you turn it into positive energy. Yeah. Cause jealousy, jealousy actually can be good. Well, yeah, it's good, but at the same time, it's blinding if you don't know how to control it. <laughs> oh, yeah. Or, like, you can't recognize it. Because I feel like recognizing what you're jealous of and why you're jealous is so important. Because once you realize, hey, I'm jealous of this person because they have this and they do this, instead of hating that person, you can just improve yourself. I believe to a certain extent, though, in relationship-wise, that jealousy can almost be a little bit cute because it shows you that they do care and they're afraid of like losing you or mm -hmm. afraid someone else is going to come and get what they want from you. And I understand like that extent, but if it goes too far, like I dated this boy for four or five months, I don't remember, but he was very, very jealous, very insecure. And I found out later is because he was cheating on me, which we'll talk about right. later on in the show. But, um, if I talked to another boy, anything, he would ignore me. I remember one time at church, one of my friends, he lives really far away, and he came to church, and I was like, yeah, I'm so happy to see you, and I gave him a hug, and he stopped talking to me for a week. That's would not ridiculous. look at me, talk to me, was completely pissed off, and I was like, are you kidding me? Like, I have done nothing wrong. Like, I was so mad. It's I should have broke up with him I feel like if someone is so openly insecure about something that they notice in someone else, then they're either unhappy about that thing with themselves or they're doing it themselves like if I'm jealous of someone because they're nice to people I probably am not nice to people <laughs> you know yeah. like I'm probably mad that I can't be like them I think or if I accuse everyone of cheating then I'm probably cheating because I'm not happy that I'm cheating yeah I think we'll go ahead and just bring that out there we have a point that you talk about that it's failure or inability breakdown in trust yeah. That, that person, like Rio just yeah. said, was probably deflecting his inability yeah. to have trust. And he himself was engaging in, in things uh, yeah. less than trustworthy behavior. Definitely. And so to kind of deflect his behavior, he was going to pin it on you. Exactly. I never understood why he was always like that. I was like, why are you so insecure with me? Like, I felt like he didn't trust me. And he was really like always putting me down for things. And then when we broke up, I found out he was cheating on me. And I was like oh it all kind of made sense then and then I was so mad at him I was like you jerk so there's really like two kinds there's yeah. kind of like the innocent kind like I feel like I don't know like I kind of had that where yeah. I was just so insecure I thought that because I had been cheated on before yeah. like really badly and so I felt like everyone around me was going to do that so I just put that on everyone and that's something that society like throws onto us and I'm recently addicted to tumblr <laughs> and I keep reading <laughs> things about um like you how you can't let someone else's wrongdoing to you affect your future with other right. people because not everyone's the same. And I still kind of right. struggle with that with the guys in my past screwing me over. So that's something that I think in time though, is going to each, each new encounter yeah. that you have is going to get better. Yeah. And each time that you have that positive encounter and it, it will just keep getting better and, and better. opens discussions like, yeah, yeah. like, um, okay. So <laughs> last night me and this guy I've been talking to, we're pretty, I don't know. We used to date, but we're not, I don't know what we are, honestly. I don't really care. But Complicated. Uh, yeah, it's all kinds of complicated. But he <laughs> he likes this. He had liked this other girl. I don't know where he stands now. But um, we were supposed to hang out last night, and he texted me, and he's like, hey. Um, he asked if it was okay if he goes and hangs out with his friend after work. And I was just like, who is it? And he's like, I don't want to lie to you. It's this girl, and it was the girl that he liked. And I was just like, oh. And I didn't really say anything. He's like, you're obviously uncomfortable with it. And I was like, well, yeah, but I trust you, so – you know, he promised that, like, nothing was going to happen. He was going to whatever and whatever. And I was just like, okay, whatever. So he blew me off, basically. And I was just like, well, now I have nothing to do. So I texted one of my guy friends that he doesn't necessarily, he's not too fond of. <laughs> and I was like, hey, what are you doing after work? And he's like, nothing. Let's hang out. And I was like, okay. And so we were going to go watch a movie at his house, which I guess was a lot more probably... Problematic. sketchy problematic yeah, for worse than just hanging out than him just hanging out with her and i was just gonna like to me it was just watching a movie but like i don't other i don't ever think about the every side of the issues yeah. <laughs> and so you know i was i was actually hanging out with his sister not um the guy that i was talking to i'm talking to i was hanging out with his sister yesterday when he got home he was like he comes into the room and i was like so 
is it okay if I go hang out with so-and-so tonight? And he was like, he just kind of looked at me and I was like, we're just going to watch a movie, nothing bad. And he just like looked at me and I was like, well, I didn't have anything else to do. And he's like, well, I canceled my plans with her because you told me it was un- you made you uncomfortable and I didn't want you to feel uncomfortable. And I was just like, awkward. <laughs> I was like, I felt so bad. I was like, oh, I was like, well, then I'll cancel my plans with him. He's like, no, you already made your plans. I blew, I blew you off. I understand. Like, I'm not going to make you cancel your plans with him because I was not thinking of every side of the situation. I was just like, dang it. Well, I think that's another problem, too, is jealousy can come out of, like, innocent things. Like, yeah. if you're in a relationship and you do something you think is innocent and then they get jealous and you're like, well, I didn't realize that that was something you could get jealous of. And I know I honestly can say from my own perspective, I was a little bit jealous when he said he was going to go hang out with her. So I was just like... Well, I'm gonna hang out with him then, but well, I wasn't meaning to like, yeah, and I wasn't meaning to be spiteful, but I was just like, I knew he would want to hang out with me, so I'd have someone to hang out with me, so I'm not thinking of what he was doing, and then I ended up letting him go hang out with her anyways and her parents, so it was like, it's it was mess. okay, yeah. All right, let's take a break. I'm Yvonne Allen. Keep it right here. You're listening to Voice America Kids. Cranking out opinions, fresh opinions right here on Voice America Kids. If a rash develops while listening, do not discontinue use. You're listening to Voice America Kids. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings of the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our wall. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. You're listening to the Paper Hope Street Team. Want to ask a question or select a topic for a future show? Please send an email to info at paperhope.com. That's info at paperhope.com. Now, back to Erica, Rio, Yvonne, and the Paper Hope Street Team. Welcome back to the program, Paper Hope Street Team on the Voice America Kids Network. I'm Rio Wade, and today we are talking about jealousy and envy, which I know we all have issues with. Um, Yvonne just told us a story about being in a relationship and having to juggle innocent jealousy and jealousy of them being with other people and all of that mess. Um, and before we like basically tell you how we've overcome jealousy and ways to like overcome jealousy, I have one more story. Because with me, I haven't really experienced jealousy in relationships that much, like the way that Yvonne and mom have. My jealousy came from things like dance or like material things. And I remember sophomore year, there was this one girl in my class um, who was super good at ballet. She was super flexible, super like, you know, aerodynamic. She did acrobatics and blah, blah, blah. And I always thought I wanted to be just like her. Like I was so jealous that I couldn't dance the way she could dance because I can't do the splits. Like, yeah, I'm a dancer, but I'm not flexible like that. So I was like, I tried so hard to be like her and blah, blah, blah. And my style of dancing is different from hers because I do like modern stuff where I like, it's almost like acting dancing. That's like my thing. So it's different from ballet. And so I always try to be like her and I was like consumed with jealousy for this girl. And then I don't remember what clicked in my head, but it was like a year or two after I knew her. And this choreographer came in and was teaching us a dance. And she put me like in the middle in the front. And I was like, well, Emily's a better dancer than me. Why isn't she in the front too? And, you know, I was just like, I had to take a step back and think to myself, well, maybe I should work on my own strengths. And like, instead of focusing on trying to be like her, because I'll never be that way. Why don't I just worry about myself and like grow as a dancer in my own way? So I know it's really hard to like, try to tell people who haven't experienced that epiphany yet to be like, hey, you need to realize that you shouldn't even be jealous of the person in the first place because you can just, you know, improve yourself. Um, But I I swear to you that every person that you will ever be jealous of, at some point you will realize that you don't need to be jealous of them. I think it's really important for girls and boys even to realize that everyone is unique in their own ways. And from a Christian point of view, God gave us all our unique abilities to use in 
our ways and just because like hers might be ballet you are a phenomenal dancer I've seen you <laughs> at school like tearing it up like thank you awesome like everyone has their own sorts of talents and their own uniqueness to them and I think it's very important people realize that and in a relationship standpoint when this whole thing with my ex-boyfriend was going down where he was really jealous of every guy I talked to one of my friends was telling me because I was like I was like I don't understand why he's being like this he's being a jerk and he just looked at me and he's like because the other guy would be flirting with other girls just to make me mad. And my friend looked at me and said, who is he dating? Who has him? Who is he going to come to and tell that he loves and cares about every day? And I was like, well, me. And he's like, exactly. So why are you jealous of these girls that don't matter to him? And I was just like, Oh, and that's really hard to so, recognize too, especially so at a young age. Yeah. Is that you know, yeah, they're gonna talk to other girls, but if you guys are open and communicate with your feelings, then you should know that he likes you better than anyone else. And honestly, there should be some point of jealousy in a relationship, or how do you know you care about the person if you're not a little bit jealous of? Yeah, losing if there's them. no jealousy, then you guys aren't connected, like yeah. whatsoever. Communication. So, I mean, you can be jealous of pretty much anything. That was just my big, that's the one story that I remember the most of being jealous. And then relationships. But we kind of like compiled a little list or like just tips, I guess, to not be jealous because we've all kind of been through it already. Like we've all kind of had like our moment where we realize how to recognize jealousy and work through it. Because of course we still get jealous. Right. Like no matter what, we're always going to oh, get sure. jealous. Yeah. You, you get pangs of it. But I think once you have that epiphany or that like polarizing moment where you're like, oh, snap, I need to like back it up a little bit, back up out of that. And right. you you develop some tactics to to not really get bit by that monster and you anymore. can control yourself a lot better and mm-hmm. understand. Right. That's the pivotal word that Rio and I keep coming back to. And that's control. Yes. Right, because you can it. be jealous, recognize that you're jealous, but what you do with your jealousy, what you, how you control it, either you you get mad and you, it consumes you negatively or you recognize what it is that you're jealous of and you work on it yourself so that you can reach the goal of whatever you admire in someone else. Definitely. Which is great. When you find something or some attributes of another person that you admire, it's really great to like aspire yeah. To have those qualities. I mean, that's a good thing. There's nothing bad about that. If you see a trait in someone that someone has, you're like, wow, that really makes them a cool person in my eyes. I wish I could be like them. There's no reason why you can't be like them in that way if you really wanted. Don't be you know, a hater. You can aspire to be like them. Like if they're super nice to someone, you can aspire to be super nice to people too. Yeah. It's, and don't be hating. That's I right. think that's where people fall down. So... What, what's our list here on how to stop being well, jealous? the main one, and I, you, you guys know me. I'm not mushy-gushy. I hate that <laughs> stuff. You <laughs> really are. You're in the closet about it. <laughs> uh, no, I'm not. I promise. <laughs> I guess you are. <laughs> so, but literally, the main one is you need to learn to accept who you are and love the traits that you've been given. So, like, there's that exercise. I remember we talked about this during planning. They do it on, like, the Tyra show and, like, oh, yeah. psychology exercises all the time where they put you in front of a mirror. And this is for, like, appearance. They put you in front of a mirror and they say, pick three things that you love about yourself. And you're like, well, I like my hair. I like my smile. And I like my blah, blah, blah. And then <laughs> that's what you need to be focusing on. Not not what, what you don't is, have. It right, really not, works. I have, really to, does. I have to say being the old lady in the room, which <laughs> you guys know, I, lo- I actually do love being the old lady in the room. Mm-hmm. Um, it really does work. So focus on one thing. And the one thing I can tell you, like for me, the example would be like my eyes. I look in the mirror and I'm like, if I'm having a bad day, I can say I really love my eyes. So and do that's it. Awesome. Try it. Focus and it's on not because I know with me trying to overcome jealousy, I have to basically compliment myself and build myself up and recognize all of the good things that I offer as myself. And I know it's like you feel like conceited doing it, but it's really good for you. You don't have to tell anyone. You don't have to brag about it. But if you just within yourself, you say, hey, I'm good at this, this and this. And I like that I do this, this and this and that I am this, this and this. And then it's just like an ego booster and like a pump it up so that you're like happy about your own self. Pump it up. Pump pump, 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 it up. up. All right, let's take a break. I'm Yvonne Allen. Keep it right here. You're listening to Voice America Kids.
Behind the Line is all about the inside of sports from a kid's point of view. This is a look at all of the action from Behind the Line. Join your host every Wednesday at 3 p.m., whether you're a kid or was a kid at some time in your life. We'll run down all of the scores, talk about the games of the past week, and preview what's coming up in the next week. You'll want to take notes because this is good stuff. The place to be Wednesdays at 3. That's 6 p.m. Eastern is the Voice America Kids channel for Behind the Line. Kids these days are so connected to the media that they can't help but be surrounded by news and politics. Today's kids get more information than kids of past generations, and because of that, they have more informed opinions. Kids today may not be able to vote yet, but they can certainly influence voters and issues with their voices. Tune in every week for America Today and talk about the issues and influence the decision makers. America Today airs every Thursday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time, 7 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids channel. You're listening to the Paper Hope Street Team. Want to ask a question or select a topic for a future show? Please send an email to info at paperhope.com. That's info at paperhope.com. Now, back to Erica, Rio, Yvonne, and the Paper Hope Street Team. Welcome back to the program on Voice America Kids Network. I'm Rio Wade, and today we are talking about jealousy and envy. And we are wrapping up talking about how to like stop being jealous and how to love yourself and recognize what you have good. And then if you do still get jealous and you think like that the grass is greener on the other <laughs> side and you think that someone else has a better than you, water your own grass. That's so true. <laughs> That's like the best analogy ever. It's like, so true. If the grass is greener on the other side, water your own, because then yours will be just as green, if not greener, than the other person. Yeah, so there's no need to jump fences and yeah. go trotting around and stomping on somebody else's flower garden. Make Dude, us- this is the best analogy ever. Yeah, don't <laughs> be tromping on someone else's grass. Make this better. Water your own. Water so, your own. And I know we found this article online that actually it was mom and um, my stepdad were talking about jealousy and he actually found this. <laughs> yeah. Article. Imagine the irony of that because he was the one who cured me of mine. Yeah. So it was I amazing to like share a little bit about what we found. It's really cool. It was amazing. And it's just kind of very simply put, it's called the jealousybook.com written by Kim Fowlin and he's from Denmark and it, he is a him with the name Kim. <laughs> Him, Kim. Him, Kim. And um, he talks about valid jealousy and invalid jealousy. And I thought this was just kind of cool talking about, you know, valid jealousy would be like when your partner is dancing with another person too closely and it ignites kind of this emotion inside of you. And you think to yourself, well, huh, that really pangs me a little bit and makes me uncomfortable. He speaks of valid jealousy provoking you to have a conversation with your partner about... As it did with me. As it did with Yvonne, how it provokes you to have conversations with your partner about you know, the proper boundaries that you should have in your relationship, where if you didn't feel the jealousy, you wouldn't have that conversation and maybe you wouldn't set those boundaries. So I encourage everyone to kind of jump out there and read a little bit from the jealousybook.com because forms of like invalid jealousy would be like me where I was (laughs) rifling through Christopher's phone and his wallet and just hypothesizing that he was going to, you know, kick me to the curb for some other girl when he was just innocent in the world. And it was me who was the monster, not him. Um, I think it's absolutely ridiculous when people try to go out searching for a reason to be jealous. Oh, it it's absolutely great. And I can tell you from like my own experience I was insane. Like <laughs> I was insane. And in that moment, the horror on his face and the love I felt for him and the humiliation that I felt after berating him the way I did, um, save yourself, a f- you know, s- give yourself a favor and like work on your jealousy. If you're like me, a crazy minded person because you've been hurt and harmed, work on your insecurity. Like you were just saying, Rio, like water your own grass so that right. grow your own self so that you're not dealing with those insecurities and those demons because oh my goodness you never want to hurt somebody the way I hurt him it was awful and definitely be open with your partner and tell them like if you're insecure don't hide it to yourself or because then they'll never know why you're getting upset or something because if you just tell them like you feel like this because of this then they might be able to be a little bit more aware of their own actions like I know I don't apparently I'm the biggest flirt in the world and I don't realize it like (laughs) it's just my personality but every guy I've dated says you flirt like a lot and I'm like I'm sorry like let me like retract myself and think of how I'm talking to people before I start talking to them because 
I don't know, I guess on Wednesday at church, I really upset Tyler because <clears throat> my ex-boyfriend was there and I like kicked him or something and he thought I was like flirting with him. I was like, I'm so sorry. I did not mean to like offend you or like upset you. Like he shouldn't have anything to be worried about anyways, but. But you're learning. And I yeah. think that's the point of what this author is talking about is that it's opening a dialogue between you and your partner yeah. that you're now having this open conversation about, you know, where does he feel comfortable? Where do you feel comfortable? Yeah. And then Just you set the boundaries. You can make that decision. You know, is he being overbearing or is he being reasonable with his commentary yeah. about your behavior and if you think he's being unreasonable then you can move on if you think he's well, being reasonable then you can stay yeah you you use jealousy to your advantage basically is because i remember one of my good friends in like middle school or whatever into high school um her and i got into a huge huge fight and i remember going over to talk to her and the reason that she basically abandoned me as a friend was because and not i'm not trying to be conceited but she literally told me that she was jealous of how i was able to be myself in front of people and she didn't know how to and it's, it's so like sad right and trying to be the one to take it out of the relationship even with just friendships or people you may know she told me these are her exact words Rio you make me feel like you think that you're better than me and I was like oh mm. my god like it's the innocence it's you have no idea that you're making the other person feel that way and you don't want to I mean you care for these people so it's like if they would just come to you and tell you you know, hey, I'm jealous that you do this, like in a relationship, or if you're a friend, hey, I'm insecure, uncomfortable because you can do this and I can't. If you would just say it and like be open with that person, it creates dialogue and then you guys can fix things or in a relationship create boundaries or clarify that what you're doing isn't what the other person thinks you're doing. Then it's like 10 times easier in the long run if you just bring it up to people. I think that's yeah. so important that you open the lines of communication. I mean, if you like you just said, Rio, if you're if you're in a friendship or in a relationship, you need to open the lines of communication and, and identify that you're feeling uncomfortable or you're feeling sad or vulnerable and just talk with your friend. Definitely. And it can happen, you know, it starts happening at a very, very young age in like kindergarten, like, oh, she has better crayons than I do or something like stupid like that. And if you're just Especially like moms and daughters, because like, I know girls are it happens. a biggest fault for like jealousy just among gr other girls, not mm -hmm. even in relationships. If like you're more aware of it at a younger age, if you like teach your daughters, because I didn't even know like what it was until I was like middle school and realized like, oh, I'm really not happy that they get this and I don't or something. And just be really open with your daughters and talk to them about it and talk to them about how they can... Um, overcome it and talk to their friends about it and fix the relationships before it gets too far like with you and your friend Rio before like you just kind of drifted apart because they weren't fond of it like the openness and being not scared to tell someone how you feel is very important to fix any mm -hmm. issue you have with jealousy or envy or whatnot so and even with like because when I was out of I was a really jealous girl but I don't know why I it didn't ever make me feel like bad about myself I just wanted more type of thing. So yeah. like I was always jealous of material things. Like I would always make lists of things <laughs> that I wanted that other people had, like material things like clothes, makeup, shoes, whatever. But it's like now, especially if you're in high school and you have a job and whatever, like if there's something that you want because you see someone else rock it and they're, they look good in it or they have it and it's fun, like do it, go get it. Like you exactly. have the means to work for it, you know? Yep. Like I feel like there's no sympathy anymore and when you're this age to be jealous of someone else because yeah. if it's a characteristic strive to be like that Aspire. if it's a material thing work for it like yep and make jealousy work for you like we were talking about yeah. earlier when you feel that fire burning inside of you don't turn it into hatred turn Let it into it motivation drive. yeah, yeah it use it as drive because that's what I ended up doing like I wanted a cool job I got a cool <laughs> job because I saw someone else had a cool job and I was like hey they get money and they have fun I want to do that I'm jealous of that bam go do it Go do it, <laughs> you know, set like, goals and achieve them and achieve your own success. And then, and then you're like not, goes back to our past shows. Like, yeah, you're not, show. I know you're yeah. not, then you're not, um, you're not jealous anymore because you're working your own dream. You're working your own goal. Right. And you, you know, recognize what you're jealous of. You set goals for yourself, you achieve it. And then finally, at a certain point, you don't even get jealous anymore because it turns into a different emotion. It turns into a, hey, that person has something that I like. Good for them. I'm going to be like that too. And you really should, like, I, I just from like 
I don't know, this is kind of a wind chimey thing to say, but I mean, you really should, when you see someone like rocking something that you want, you shouldn't be like, you should be like, yes. Yeah. Because, like let them yeah. know or you know, whatever. I mean, if you, you feel should be up like, to what it. a great outfit you have on it's, today. Yeah. Compliment them. Cause then like, no, you don't make yourself look like a, butt a head. hater. Butthead. Yeah. <laughs> I, was trying to, I was trying to think of a nice way to put this, but like nice way to like, just make, you can make yourself like, yeah, I really like, like that. And it motive it helps that person like feel like okay cool yeah. and then they're just like you know it, it, the it's energy well rounded like yeah use that energy to thrive upon the feeling you'll have when you accomplish what you want right and it becomes natural at a certain point after you recognize that you can just get what you you're jealous of or you can strive to be like that it becomes second nature to not even be mad about somebody else's achievements definitely and just be happy for them and be excited that you get to strive to be that too do it, do yep. it. Let's take a break. I'm Yvonne Allen. Keep it right here. You're listening to Voice America Kids. Bookworm is a show for the reader and those that should probably be reading a little more. We'll tackle the classics, the bestsellers, and the brand new works that you won't be able to put down. Your host will be combing the pages of them all and letting you know what needs to be in your personal library and what might be better reading for the bathroom. Tune into Bookworm, airing Thursdays at 3 p.m. Pacific Time and 6 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids channel. We promise that listening will be just like delving into a good book. It's almost showtime. Tune into Curtain Call every week for the latest happenings from the world of theater. It's news and reviews, both on stage and behind the scenes. If you've ever wanted to be a stage actor, theater director, or work behind the scenes in production, this is the show for you. Your hosts have been there and done that, and will answer all of your questions right on the air. Listen for Curtain Call. Weekly performances are happening Tuesdays at 3 p.m. Pacific, 6 p.m. Eastern, on the Voice America Kids channel. You're listening to the Paper Hope Street Team. Want to ask a question or select a topic for a future show? Please send an email to info at paperhope.com. That's info at paperhope.com. Now, back to Erica, Rio, Yvonne, and the Paper Hope Street Team. Welcome back to the program, Paper Hope Street Team on the Voice America Kids Network. I'm Rio Wade, and today we were talking about jealousy and envy and how to recognize if you're jealous or what to do when you are jealous, how to make it work for you, the different types, blah, 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 all that fun stuff. And we just wanted to wrap it up here with a quote that mom likes because it has the word psychotic in it. (laughs) It is so true. Mom, read it out. Because I was the most psychotic, jealous person I knew. I could could see it. I was going to say you spelled it right, but it was a quote. I, I, I don't take credit for spelling it right. Copy and pasted it for me. And this is from Rupert Everett. And I love it. It says, it's, it is amazing the clarity that comes with psychotic jealousy. I have and to agree. Basically, the example of mom being psychotic and then Word. realizing that it totally wasn't what she thought it was. And then clarity came out of psychosis. Or even talk psychosis. Awesome. <laughs> I'm sorry. I just totally squirrel. Um, <laughs> It's it goes either way. Like even being able to talk to your partner about it, it's still you cleared cleared something up. I don't know what the proper term. Cleared. Right, and, and, cleared and it, it sucks cleared that you have to be psychotic to get it. But I mean, <laughs> that's for you. there's a psychology term uh, or a phrase that says the only way out is through. And sometimes you have to go through something to get it out of your system. And sadly, I had to take a lot of prisoners with me. <laughs> yeah. There were a lot of dead bodies after that. So apologies twi- to the world. <laughs> okay. Um, did we want to do random questions or daily details first? Well, there is one question that's not so random, and I just want to ask you guys this before we move into details. Um, or I'm sorry, Rio, did you want to do details first? No, go for the question. I'm good with the question. Sorry. Um, and, and it's on this topic of jealousy, and this one was um, from one of our readers on Facebook. And do you think that jealousy is inevitable? Absolutely. 
You can't yeah. help it. Like, and it's and it's my version of jealousy, which is if you see something that you admire about someone, or something that you want to strive to be, like that kind of jealousy. Not even, even it, like, oh, sorry. I hate them because they're better than me. Blah blah blah. Well, even if it's not spoken, like it still happens. It runs through your mind at some point in your life, multiple times in your life, at probably at least once a day. Like with even like the smallest things, like you look at someone you like what they're wearing, like, oh, I wish I could have that. That's jealousy mm-hmm. right there. You're like wishing to be something else and not wishing to be yourself and thrive to get that right. you're just like i want that like that it goes to like even if you don't speak it it happens so it's inevitable to a certain point that's why like we have to learn to flip it at a restaurant and someone has ice cream and oh rio and her ice cream <laughs> that's jealousy Rio's like i wish i was eating ice cream and not carrots right so it's <laughs> inevitable because it happens in many different forms that you might not even recognize and it happens every single day so yeah inevitable absolutely 100 percent. sorry even when you're a grandma <laughs> so, I want that walker because <laughs> it's got fancy bedazzlement on it. They got jewels on. They that got cape. better tennis balls. <laughs> one's blue and one's red. Oh my gosh, we're nuts. I know because we finished our Starbucks. That's why. Well, I didn't yeah. get any. I'm just nuts. But it's time for daily details. Yet, yeah, because yeah. we don't do no, this ever gross. anymore. Because we always talk your ear off about important things that's funny and yvonne touched your nose and if you've noticed rue's not in studio with us in wow here. you didn't even say nose goes i did she did <laughs> but you didn't hear us oh. yeah i'm not in studio i'm actually at home in my makeshift studio which is awesome yay yeah. um but we work it so daily details i guess i'm yeah. going first right since i lost nose goes yes you did okay my daily detail is, dun, 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 I'm 18. <laughs> Since the last show, I had my 18th birthday. It was last Wednesday on the 21st. And I was super excited because on my birthday, I turned 18. I got my first paycheck. So I went to the bank <laughs> and I opened up a bank account. All on her I, own. Yeah, all on my own because I could do that because I'm 18. So it was really cool, but it was like super easy and fun because I was like, well, He's like, well, how old are you? And I'm like, 18, as of right now. So I can open up bank accounts and I can sign permission slips on my own. And, oh, dang. Oh, and dang. go to jail. Check yourself out of school. Sign <laughs> myself out of school. Yeah. And then on Saturday, we didn't record. Last Saturday, I had my birthday party, which I think my party was like pretty legit because... <laughs> Everyone nowadays, when you throw a party for your birthday, it's like, all right, who's bringing the booze? You know, like everyone like brings alcohol and they try to make it into like this big party. Everyone's drunk, blah, blah, blah. But at my party, there was no alcohol or drugs allowed. And we played party games. I had a pinata and like we had um, potato sack races and pin the tail on the donkey and like just stupid party games. And everyone had so much fun. And like they were like, this is a really good idea, blah, blah, blah. It's really funny. It's yeah, like, so you're I an adult, cool. but you're bringing it back to your kid age. That's yeah, awesome. well, it was my last birthday where I wasn't an adult. So I was like, all right, let's go big or go home. Like, <laughs> legit kid party. And so, like, everyone had a lot of fun. And I was really proud of myself for being the person that, you know, breaks the rules. And because I was scared that no one was going to like it. I was afraid that everyone's going to be like, this is dumb, blah, blah, blah. But, like, everyone had a lot of fun. So, for any of you little kiddos out there, if you want to have a party and you're like me and you think drinking is dumb at this age, you could throw a little kid party and go to Party City. And they have a bunch of fun party games. And it'll be fun no this matter what. This might be what. a really stupid question, but I was just thinking about this. Okay, if you're 18, it means you've lived for 18 years or you're on your 18th year? You've lived for 18, 18 years, years and you're on your 19th year. So, you're, like, 18th and you're, like, 18 years and, like, a day or whatever. Yep. Okay. Right. Okay. Good question. <laughs> I had to think I about that, up. too. <laughs> well, I know, like, I think in, someone told me, and I probably lie, I don't know. When I was, like, younger, someone told me that in, like, Japan, you're, like, one when you're born or something like that. No. What? You're no. zero when you're born. You're well, zero years old. Well, in Japan, it might be different. No, it can't be, because when you, when you are physically brought born. into the earth, you are zero. Huh. You are zero years old. On your first or birthday, you're you are actually old. one well, year you're old. you're nine months old, yeah. <laughs> Technically. So we're all 12 oh. years. We're all, like, oh. 18 years, 12 months, and wait. Nine months. Oh, right. I get yeah. well, your I get the thought process now. Yeah, yeah because no. you're nine months in existence already. Okay, gotcha. Yeah. I'm thinking about outside. Yeah, nope. outside your mother's well, technically body. Technically, we're all older. Wait, we just kind of got deep there. Okay, Damn. none of this. We deep. need to stop with the philosophical. <laughs> Sorry, I was just like thinking. Tough. Okay, anyways, daily details. <laughs> oh wait, on, I don't have one. Oh, okay. you have to go. go. <laughs> Dang it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, anyways. Mine's cool anyways. Yours okay. is very cool. Um, This past 
it's been it's spring break now so the week a week ago was our uh, musical at school we did the wedding singer for anyone that knows what that is it's like a movie with adam sandler and stuff but um i was linda which was <laughs> i talked about it when i first got the role on here i think it was my daily detail sorry um it was like i'm the i'm the lead guy's ex-fiance i leave him at the altar and it's this really risky part you're a trollop yeah but it wasn't that risky we toned it down which was really nice because you know my pastor came and everything and that was embarrassing <laughs> that's really funny so it was you yeah and he sat trollop. front row and i was like oh my gosh i'm going to hell like i was like mortified <laughs> i was like it was so awkward and i like went out and i was like i was just acting i was just acting i promise like it was funny but i know it, it came out really good and it was my senior year and it's something i've been working on like getting a a decent role since i was a freshman like and so it was really accomplishing feeling for me and I was terrified every night like going out there like is the most anyone's ever come seen me in a performance and um it was just really good and like all the flowers in my room prove it and yeah I don't know I, I just felt so accomplished and after what was done like <laughs> this is kind of funny everybody um the last show they bring all the seniors and the pit and the crew um lighting sound everything um and then the actual actors out on stage and we do our last senior bow after the show is over and everyone all the seniors there's like there was a lot of seniors this year like the theater's gonna get really small next year um everybody was crying like bawling their Aww. eyes out like the juniors sophomores freshmen even like everybody was crying i was just like yeah i'm <laughs> done <laughs> i was like so I was excited i was so excited everyone's like bawling i was like why are you guys crying it just shows that i'm going somewhere in life and oh this is as much as you're gonna accomplish That's i was awesome. just so excited my mom was there too and she was like cracking up laughing i was like huge grin on my face i was like i'm getting out of here yeah that's exactly Everyone how was I crying. was at senior was at the dance show. Everyone was bawling, and I was like, woohoo! You, I'm going places. Yeah, you and Rio are the same. That's how she was at her senior <laughs> dance concert. I just love it. I'm like, yeah. I have smile cramps hearing that story. It's so <laughs> it amazing. Funny. Well, everyone at school said that The Wedding Singer was like one of the best musicals they've seen yeah, at our school. It was really good. And I remember it was really cool for me because like my freshman year, we did Grease. So it's like I went into high school with a bang. Like, yeah, Grease. Like, we sold out like almost every night. Like, it was awesome it's just so much fun to do and now i'm in the wedding singer which is a rather another really known show we, and our director doesn't really like she calls them bubblegum shows because of like their well-knownness mm -hmm. right, and she doesn't really like everyone those. does that yeah so it was really shocking that she did the wedding singer and it was just awesome to do and i was like yeah i'm gonna go out with a bang now like i was Yay! so excited it was a lot of fun yeah well, it looked I think, amazing i think um theaters like the reason that they do the bubblegum ones is because they're fun to do. Yeah, <laughs> there are. And yeah. it's, it's fun to do the other ones, too, because I know my sophomore year, we did one that was all music. Like, it was um, Joseph, Joseph and the Amazing Technicolor Dreamcoat, and there's no... Um, there's not one moment in the play where there's not music playing and so it's all singing everything you do is singing there's no like just straight talking and so that was like that was complicated to do and so that was really cool to do because we accomplished it and then mm -hmm. the next one was a small known it's called the Fantastics and it was small and it was it was just a lot of fun to like do because it wasn't well known but it was like something that we could really like because it was more of an abstract show. Learning. So we really got to play with it a little bit and do like our own thing. So that was really cool. So I don't know. I, I enjoyed all the shows in my high school career. So it's really awesome. You guys are like winding down. Yeah. And winding weird. up all at the same time. I know. We're going, going places. We're going places. Joseph, we do not cry. Joseph and the Technicolor Dream Co. was a musical I caught my first kiss at. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. I remember it. it Yvonne's like, please don't bring that Wait. up. <laughs> no, it was. It was sophomore year, right? Yeah. Yeah. You were there, and that's when you got your first kiss? Yep. <laughs> that was a fun... I just remember Aaron looking at me every night on stage and making me crack up when I was supposed to be, like, the most serious, like, face, and I couldn't look at him because I look at him, and he started, like, twisting his eyes funny ways, and I was just like... <clears throat> like, I'm supposed to be, like, so serious, and I would just act like... Because it was supposed to be a sad part, so we were supposed to be, like, crying, so I'd be like... <laughs> like, act like I was crying, and it was, it was really bad. Laugh that's awesome. <laughs> the ways you can hide things on stage. That's so yeah. fun. It was actually, okay, one night during the Wedding Singer, there's a part where um, they're in the airplane, and it's Billy Idol, and it's supposed to be the lead, but um, he has to run around the entire stage to get up there fast enough, and he didn't make it, and so Billy Idol's just sitting there with the lights on him, and everyone's quiet, and everyone's looking like, what's going on, and Billy Idol, like, he can't just not say anything, because it doesn't make sense, so he was just like, my Billy Idol senses are tingling, there's a wedding singer that needs my help, and like runs off the stage, and everyone like on stage is cracking up laughing, because we know that's not how it's supposed to go, and everyone in the audience is like, yeah, because they don't know that's not how it's supposed to go, that's it was awesome, and that's the night we recorded too, so that's in history, oh I love it, it oh my so gosh, funny. I love I it so much, it. oh I know, hopefully there's a video of it so we can see it, it was fun, there probably is, we took lots of pictures, so yeah. I looked awesome. Yay. 
Well, we're almost done. I can't believe the show's almost over today. So let me give you guys some information on how to contact us because we love hearing from you. Um, you can email us at information. Nobody can ever do this right. I know. I always mess it up. So I'm going to try it again. Info at paperhope.com. That's our email. You can reach us at the Twitter at paperhope blog, or you can reach the tween, the tweens, the teens at the Twitter at paperhope teen. And we're on Facebook all the time at um, Facebook backslash paperhope. And where else? At paperhope.com. That's where the blog is. Yeah. And then on Voice America Kids, we're here every Monday at noon, as you know. And then you can also find us on iTunes. All of our shows are backlogged there. Yeah. And you can reach through the archives and listen to any past shows. Tell us what you like. Tell us what you don't like. Are there any shows you guys have like a special love for that you want to mm. give a shout out to? Recommendation? I like the um, alcohol one. Yeah, that's the first the one. That alky was hall. Bomb show. I was actually talking to that last about like blah, 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 blah. I can't even. <laughs> <laughs> Let me finish the show now, I guess. No. Um, blah, 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 blah. With my friend last night. And it was like pretty intense conversation it was good no, stuff. that's a good one i recommend listening to it especially like now the end of the year the transition years yes blah, blah, blah. summer as we're prom's getting, coming prom's up coming and we're going to definitely do a show in april about prom and the alcohol show is one that you know if you have younger siblings you, you want to watch because in it we talk about it's a danish video go one go figure we like talking about things from denmark um, it talks about how, what you look like when you're drunk versus what you think you look like when you're drunk. And it's this video that has an interactive um, a scroll over. So you can put the mouse over the video and it has images of these people who are drinking to drunkenness. And they look all cool. They think they're all like, yeah. And she then dances. She dances. <laughs> She's like, yeah. yeah. And you put the mouse over her and she just looks like a hot mess. And yeah, like, like disgusting. Disgusting. And so we encourage you to go listen to that show and then go to the blog at paperhope.com and read the blog post on it and find um, the Danish video because it's a great one to open up a conversation either with your mom or your dad or even some of your older siblings or if you're a mentor yourself you can use that as a tool to mentor any of the younger people in your life because you can talk to kids about what they look like or what they think they look like when they're drinking because when you drink to drunkenness you don't look that cool you're gross one thing I do want to say is um we're about to do this show on bullying, and it's going to be a really big topic. It's actually going to help me with my school project. So if you guys have any stories about how you've been bullied or when um, you've been the bully or just any, like, stories, like, of observations or your opinions or any interesting facts or anything, please, please contact us and let us know, and we'll definitely be using those on the show. So, yeah, please help out. Yeah, do. And there's a big movie that's coming out real soon called oh, the, yeah. called Bully, and it's The Bully Project. Um and it's going to be amazing. It's very controversial. You've probably heard about it right now. Not that the movie's controversial, but that the rating for it. They're trying to get an R rating for it, and they're fighting it. So go look that up online and um, be a part of it because it's very powerful. Definitely. All right. That's going to do it for us this week. Thanks for joining us. Listen to us weekly on VoiceAmericaKids.com. We'll be here, obviously, every Monday, as Tamara said. Contact us at all those contacting places. <laughs> well, I'm not even going to start to say those because they won't even work out, right? Thanks again for listening. Listening. This is Paper Hope Street Team. <laughs> yeah, Love bye. You. Bye. Love you. Bye. Bye. Have you heard your 15 minutes of fame? How about four times that every single week? It's the Fame Game. Listen as Maddie Rose, who is up and coming in the world of fame, brings you fame from all walks of life. You'll hear from doctors, teachers, mentors, life heroes, as well as those in the fields of acting, movies, music, and more. Who knows? You might be the next one Maddie Rose talks to on the air. Listen for the Fame Game every Wednesday at 5 p.m. Pacific Time, 8 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids Channel. We continue to cry for help, and all you can do is laugh? Love it. You're listening to Voice America Kids. Hey, thanks for listening to the Paper Hope Street Team. Be sure to check out the blog at paperhope.com for more during the week. And we hope to see you again next Monday at noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids channel. Bye for now. Bye.